Before we get started, please don't forget to rate and review wherever possible. It really helps our podcast find the ears of listeners just like you. Also, if you have a story to tell, don't forget to submit it via email at contact at campfirecultpod.com or leave a voicemail message at 720-297-8608. You can also follow us anywhere socially at Campfire Cult Pod and visit us online at campfirecultpod.com. to the Campfire Cult Podcast. From a camper van deep in the haunted woods, I bring you first-hand accounts of chilling encounters with the paranormal. Step into the night and take a peek into the realm where reality and the supernatural collide. My name is Jazz, and I'll be your host. Welcome back, campers. Tonight's episode is all about the Glimmer Man, and I'm not talking about the Steven Seagal movie of the same name. Tonight, we're taking a deep dive down a rabbit hole of the mysterious entity that is most often witnessed in the deep woods and better described as a large, human-shaped heat wave with yellow eyes, often compared to the cloaked alien from 1987 movie Predator. Let's dive in. To kick things off tonight, our first story is an eerie childhood encounter with an invisible heatwave-shaped humanoid in the woods near Cahokia Mounds, Illinois. I recently saw an article about a woman who was hunting and saw an invisible creature that she described as almost like a predator from the movie of the same name. I read her story and saw the picture she took of the creature. Now, as for her picture, I personally think it is a combination of flare from the sun and a close-up of possibly her face or something. I'm not dismissing her story though, actually quite the opposite, since I too have encountered something similar. And it is what prompted me to seek out if anyone else has encountered a predator-type creature in the woods. Now, onto my encounter. When I was about five years old, I was playing by the edge of the woods behind my grandmother's house. I played there often, and my grandma just kept an eye on me from the kitchen or living room because the house had huge windows that faced the woods. She would come out every once in a while just to see what I was up to. I was obsessed with digging in the dirt and collecting unusual rocks and arrowheads that littered the land where my grandmother lived. I should mention this is Midwest Illinois, not too far from Cahokia Mounds, so finding arrowheads was actually not that uncommon. Anyway, that day, I remember picking out a spot to dig. I had been out there for quite a while because I remember I had a pretty decent sized hole going when something caught my eye up in the tree that I was next to. I almost don't know how to explain it, but it looked like almost a heat wave coming off the branch of the tree. It was fall. I remember this because I had my pink jacket on and remember thinking that my mom was going to be pissed because I had dirt around the bottom of the arms from digging. I also remember there being a lot of leaves on the ground. Anyway, I'm staring at this heat wave and realize it has a human shape. So here I am, five years old, and wondering why there is an invisible man in the tree. I remember feeling scared, but unsure what to do. Then it started moving and making a faint clicking sound. That is about the time that I decided that I was not supposed to be seeing this, and I hightailed it back to the house. My grandmother saw I was pretty shaken, 
and I remember telling her that I just saw an angel. In my five-year-old mind, I didn't know what else it could be. I had never heard of aliens or ghosts or monsters, so to me, it had to be an angel because that's all my little mind could think of. Fast forward to when I'm about 12 years old. By this time, the encounter was way out of my mind. I loved watching action and sci-fi movies, so my dad rented a movie called The Predator. The first time I saw this thing cloaked, I about shit myself. All the memories from that day digging in the dirt came flooding back. I even asked my dad if the predator was real or if he knew of any animals that had cloaking ability that I wasn't aware of. He told me it was all fake. It wasn't like it is today where I could just Google it. I had no access to the internet at the time, so again, I just put it out of my mind. Again, fast forward to 2004. I'm grown and have three small children and just went through a separation from my husband. I moved to the next town over to an apartment with my kids. These apartments are all one-level duplexes with there being five buildings. I'm at the very last apartment of the last building. The apartments are considered in town, but are on the outskirts. There is a deep ditch that runs behind the buildings with a chain link fence that separates the backyard from the ditch. There are about six to seven trees on our side of the fence. If you follow the ditch a little bit, you hit a small forest that eventually leads to the country with a larger forest and farmland. I'm a smoker, but I don't smoke in the apartment because of the kids, so I often went out to the back porch. One night, I was up late doing laundry and some other stuff after the kids went to bed, and I decided to take a smoke break before I went to sleep. I'm back there on the porch, and I started hearing this faint clicking sound. I immediately looked all around, wondering what was making the noise. I saw a groundhog in a ditch not too long ago and thought maybe it was back. Although, that's not a typical sound for a groundhog to make. The yard is faintly lit by the light coming from the playground area just beyond my back porch. It was a little hard to see because I don't normally turn on my back porch light when I go out for a quick smoke. After looking around for a bit and not seeing anything unusual, I go back to smoking my cigarette. Then I notice the faint clicking sound again and see a slight shift of movement up in the tree to the left of my porch. It's there, the same invisible thing I had seen when I was five. It's like a heat wave distortion, but in a human shape. It is crouched down on the branch with an arm out holding onto the trunk of the tree. I couldn't believe it. I was like, is this happening? Has it come to kill me from me seeing it all those years ago? All I could think about was my kids in the apartment sleeping. I ran in and slammed and locked the door. I ran to the kids' rooms and made sure all the windows are locked. Then I just turned out the lights in the living room and stared out the blinds at the tree to see if I could catch another glimpse of it. I sat there for about a good 10 minutes and couldn't see anything. I began to think that I'm just tired and my mind was playing tricks on me. Just as I was finally talking myself down, my neighbor's dog comes running across the yard and starts barking at the tree at the same branch that I had seen this predator thing. That pretty much freaked me out because this dog was not a barker. I actually have never heard him bark at anything, even at the groundhog that had been hanging out at the ditch. This barking went on for a few minutes until I hear the neighbor lady who owns the dog call him back inside. The dog reluctantly turned to go back home, stopping every few feet to look back at the branch of the tree until he was out of my sight. I didn't sleep that night and have never seen anything like it again. I don't know what to think of it. I'm a grown woman, I have kids and a good career, I'm definitely not crazy. I just want to know if anyone else has ever had an experience like this. I know what I saw, believe it or not. In our next story, 
A former security guard recounts an eerie experience at Seven Falls in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Nearly 10 years ago, I had an unsettling experience while working for a small security company of only 18 people. Recently, I had a conversation with an old coworker whom I ran into again. As we talked about the old days, the topic of feeling stalked came up. And that's when I realized it wasn't just me. At the time, I was about 22 years old and stationed at Seven Falls, a tourist area located in southwest Colorado Springs area. Working at Seven Falls was quite demanding due to the harsh conditions. We were exposed to direct sunlight until the afternoon and evening, which made our shifts grueling. On an average shift, we were expected to walk a minimum of seven miles, navigating the hilly inclines from the base of the parking area to the top of the falls. We rarely had the privilege of using the guest elevator reserved for the handicapped and elderly. The entire park was situated on an incline, making the ascent from the bottom especially exhausting. In the evenings near the base of the falls, native Ute or Cheyenne tribal dancers would perform. Our duty was to monitor the crowds, which gave us slight breaks of about 15 to 20 minutes. These falls had been used by local tribes for hundreds of years and were considered spiritually significant. It was the native tribes who advocated for the performances since Seven Falls is recognized as a state park. At the end of the night, we would gather at the main entrance into the falls, located at the bottom of the canyon off the lower Gold Camp Road. Our responsibility was to monitor the toll booth until approximately 1 o'clock a.m., except on weekends and holidays, when we were there until 3 in the morning. During several occasions while waiting for the end of my shifts, I had unsettling experiences that made me feel like I was being stalked by either an animal or a person. Hissing, deep groans, and harassing growls could often be heard emanating from behind the giant gate. Glowing eyes, either red or white, larger than the area's wildlife, could be spotted from behind bushes and tree canopies. However, what left a lasting impression on me was a shimmering humanoid figure. The shimmering effect was reminiscent of the predator monster from the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Although I was armed with an older Smith & Wesson that used to belong to my father when he worked for the Fountain Police Department, during those moments, I felt defenseless. I watched in awe as the shimmering silhouette crawled on the asphalt towards the toll booth. Then, it seemed to stand upright and extended a long, waving arm. It appeared to be a being existing between the physical and incorporeal realms. Intrigued, I shifted my weight to get a closer look. As I did, the glowing reddish eyes slowly regained focus. Suddenly, I heard what sounded like an animal climbing the side of the toll booth gutter. I witnessed the shimmering figure jump to a tree no less than 20 feet away. It jumped again, causing a broken branch to fall from the tree creating a loud, clashing sound that echoed through the gate's center. As the shimmering figure looked back one last time, the glowing eyes gradually faded away. It then disappeared into the depths of Seven Falls Park. I haven't been back there since, but I wonder if any of your other listeners have had a similar experience in the area. Next, a teenager experiences a bizarre evening encounter with a transparent, silent being that could distort time and perception. This was a long time ago when I was a teenager. My parents were not strict at all, so I had a lot of freedom. 
I had two close friends, and one of their parents owned a huge part of a forest nearby. We went deep into the forest with a bunch of supplies and started making our own treehouse. This was a big part of my childhood, and this place became our sanctuary for a long time. This is a backstory for the events that happened years after we initially built the place. Me and one friend spent the night at our sanctuary, which none of us had ever done before. We usually only hung out there and then went home. We all planned to spend the night together because it would be fun, but most of our friends weren't allowed to spend the night because of their parents, and the other friend who was allowed chickened out. So it was just me and one other person, my close friend's cousin. We weren't close at the time and fought a lot, but surprisingly, we got along well that night. We spent most of the day hanging out and swinging on a tire rope swing that was tied to one of the biggest trees. It was a normal day. Then, we crashed around 9 p.m. About 10 minutes after lying down in our sleeping bags, talking to each other under our makeshift tents, we heard rustling. I sat up and saw a very tall silhouette of something that looked humanish, but was transparent and I could see right through it. I squinted and froze, and it very quickly climbed up a tall tree and disappeared. I was in shock. I had no idea if I saw what I just saw or if I hallucinated it. I wasn't scared in that moment, actually more perplexed. Being young and worried though, I said to my friend that we should leave. Not wanting it to hear me, I got close to his ear and just said, There's something in the woods looking at us. After I said that, I saw his facial expression turn to fear. So, we got up and started walking down the path out of the woods calmly. I didn't want to sprint because it might give chase and also, I wasn't even sure if I saw anything. I'm just not taking chances. Very shortly after we started leaving, we both got this weird feeling of deja vu and confusion. Like we were hit with hard drugs or something. Except we don't do drugs and only ate food from our house, and there were no hallucinogenic plants in our part of the country that we could have come in contact with. Everything was in slow motion, and I felt disoriented. But we continued to walk in this direction for quite a while, stumbling in the darkness. Because of our mental state, I realized we should have been out of the forest by now. I knew this was the way out. 110% because I've been going in and out of this place for years. Even in the dark, I didn't recognize all the trees around us, just the path. It was like our surroundings were changing. My friend randomly yelled, Yeah, I'm coming! as I was looking in the opposite direction from him. I turned around and very confusedly asked him why he was saying that. He said his mom was calling his name to help lead him out of the forest. What's weird is, I didn't hear anything at all. I told him I didn't hear anything, and he looked at me like I was crazy. As he walked off the path and into the forest, I grabbed his arm and pulled him back because I didn't want him to get lost. That's when my friend saw the transparent thing I saw earlier perched on a tree branch in the direction his mom was calling from. He pointed it out to me. Its transparency distorted the background behind it like a heat wave on the road. We stared at it for 10 seconds in disbelief. It looked like an invisible being, but we were trying to figure out if it was something else and we were just imagining it because there was no movement. But just then, it hunched down like it was trying to stalk or be stealthy. And it quickly climbed up the tree a little more, 
and went to the next one, then the next one, getting closer to us. We didn't hear it at all. It was completely silent. Its silence was amplified by the fact that all the other forest creatures had now gone completely silent. I had only begun to realize in that moment that not a single bug or animal had made a sound since we started leaving. This is when our curiosity about whether we were both tripping and mistaking something turned to fear once we began to see it move. Once it got above us, though, the only thing we heard was the crunching of the branch as its weight was put on it. Every little sound that it made was so distinct because it was so quiet and remote. We couldn't see it because the tops of the trees were so dark. We started running, terrified, not walking anymore. We heard noises in the trees above us until it faded away ahead of us, as if it ran ahead. But the sound was a lot quieter than if a normal animal was running through the trees. It treated the trees as if this thing was light, but it wasn't very small, so that made no sense. We still kept running forward, despite it sounding like it went ahead, and we ended up back at the place we started. Many, many minutes of walking, and we were back at this place after running for like 20 seconds. It was impossible. But instead of staying on the ground, we climbed to the top of the treehouse with our items as quickly as possible and closed the door, wedging a small piece of plywood in it to keep it shut. We heard something climbing up and extremely odd noises as well, like mimicking noises of rain and wind. There was no water seeping into our treehouse with cracks in it, and it wasn't wet when we left. This persisted for a minute, and we didn't hear from it again. I'm pretty sure at that point it had left, but we spent the rest of the night there until the sun came up. When my friend checked his watch for the time, right after we closed the door, it was 5 a.m. We started lying on the ground at 9 p.m. Eight hours had passed in less than 40 minutes of time. Hours after, we could start to see the sun through the treehouse, then we went home. I no longer talked to this friend, but after this incident, we discussed it and said everything from both our points of view. We randomly brought it up to each other every few months and relived it, making sure we were still on the same page about what happened and what we remembered. I never spent the night out there again, and I didn't even let myself stay out there past 5 p.m. for a very long time. Our next encounter took place 15 years ago when two kids in central Arkansas saw a shimmering, invisible humanoid figure deep, deep in the woods. This happened around 15 years ago in central Arkansas. For those unfamiliar with the general layout, there is Little Rock, and then a lot of trees surrounding various cities outside of it. My cousin lived in a log house located in one of those areas, AKA the middle of the woods. He was around 11 and I was around 13. We were alone at his house and jumping on his trampoline while talking and playing, when I had this really weird feeling I was being watched. It wasn't a completely uncommon feeling, but I always stopped what I was doing and looked around when it would happen. The first thing I noticed was my cousin's face. He had stopped jumping and was blankly staring into the woods with his mouth open. I quickly looked in the same direction and saw an outline of something moving slowly through the woods. When I say outline, I mean it literal. It was invisible, like a shimmer slowly moving through the trees with a very clear humanoid outline. I slowly nudged him to the edge of the trampoline without taking my eyes off it before we both jumped and took off to the house. We locked every door and window before talking about it. 
When I asked him what he saw, he said it looked like heat waves, like you see on the road on a hot summer day, but in the shape of a person. It was distorted, but you could see through it. We called his mom, and she had a police officer show up and scan the surrounding area, thinking it was just a hunter in their woods or something. They didn't find anybody and chalked it up to kids getting spooked by a noise in the woods. I still have no idea what that thing was, but we still talk about it after a few drinks and threaten to go back in search of it. We're wimps, so that'll never actually happen. But it's fun to think about from time to time. In this next story, sometimes it's not so much what you see, but rather what you smell that makes the hair on your arms stand on end. Over the course of a few months, I noticed that there was a thinning of the wildlife in my area. That, or they moved to another part of the state. Either way, it was a noticeable change in the frequency I'd see wildlife. One morning last August, my German shepherd and I started our morning walk when we came across a vomit-inducing stench. It was a horrid smell of urine, dead rotting flesh, and feces. My dog started growling as we approached the end of our 29-foot camper. Then he went nuts, charging against his leash, barking, jumping four to five feet in the air in front of us. Then he pinned his shoulder to my knee and pulled me to the left, then back to center, then back to right, back to center, the whole time staring up at a 45 degree angle. The hair on my neck raised up and I pulled out my 45 caliber pistol for a possible shot in defense. I noticed with the barrel pointed out, it was level with the ground. But when I pointed it to where the dog's nose was pointed, and it was eight to nine feet above the ground. I have trained most of my life to remain calm during a crisis, but in this situation, staying calm was rather difficult. As I assessed the situation, my dog sat but continued to stare nine feet off of the ground. Soon, the stench was gone, and my dog relaxed. Over the next couple of months, I began to see rabbits, skunks, deer, coyotes, and other wildlife in abundance again. Whatever it was that was causing the wildlife to flee must have left. Next up, a man and his best friend have a very strange encounter with a large and invisible two-legged creature on their daily walk through a wooded trail. One day around 4 p.m., I took my dog Bertha for our normal everyday walk. We were probably walking on the trail for about five minutes or so when I started feeling weird. Not scared or afraid, but rather I started to feel happy, and my little pain aches had disappeared. It was only about 20 seconds of this young and joyful feeling when all of a sudden, something was rustling in a bush I happened to be looking at. The thing sounded like it was intertwined in the bush like it was trying to hide. At the same time as the noise in the bush, Bertha turned towards the bush and started going after it. I had Bertha on a leash and she was dragging me, almost taking me into the woods. I had to hold her back because I couldn't see what was making all that noise. It moved through another tall bush and started stepping heavily with loud thumps. The thing was only about 15 feet away from us on the other side of the bushes and sounded like two very large horses stomping on the ground. I could see the bushes and the grass moving, but I could not see anything else. We moved back away from the trail a few feet so I could try to see this thing. I looked right where the sounds of steps were coming from and saw nothing. So I looked down on the ground, and I could see where two feet were stepping on the tall grass. I remember thinking, no way, that is not an invisible monster. 
After I said that, I heard something I will never forget. The thing started making loud T-Rex stomps. I recall I could feel the stomps on the ground. Bertha and I were just looking into the woods at this sound. I can feel my eardrums shaking bad, and both eardrums felt like busted speakers. I thought, it's trying to blow my eardrums. The loud stomps lasted about 10 or 15 seconds. Then the sound stopped, it just turned off like a light switch. I have no idea if it jumped into another bush, tree, or if it just vanished. It is strange because after all that, I still felt happy, with no worry or fear at all. Just very curious, I really wanted to see it. On the way home, I remember thinking any other day I would have been afraid and ran away from it. I heard this thing three or four times in the following days, in another section of woods. I could hear someone heavy walking on leaves just inside the tree line about 30 feet away, alongside me and Bertha. I would hear it, and I would stop without turning to it, and it would take a step or two, and it would stop. I turned around a few times to see nothing because it wasn't moving. I did this a few times to make sure. I had a thought enter my head. If a person stays on the trail, they have no permission to take you. I have no idea who is telling me this, but I was going to take its advice. One time I heard it steps in the woods next to me, and I thought, I think it wants me to make a mistake and go into the woods towards it. After I thought that, I never heard it again. I am sure it can hear what I am thinking. Just a few weeks ago, I had seen something very strange related to this thing. Bertha and I were walking in the same part of the trail, only about a hundred feet away from my first encounter where the bushes were. I stopped to look into the woods. I was standing still looking past the trees, how the area was covered in a few inches of light green grass. I was looking kinda downhill in and around the creek down there. I saw a big human-shaped blur move between two trees about 80 feet away. I saw it for a split second. It was big, maybe 10 feet tall, big head, big wide muscle shoulders. I could see the thick shiny hair on the leg. Yes, this thing looked exactly like the predator from the movie when he's cloaked, but in person, it's more clear. It's very weird how my brain was able to capture this image. My memory surprises me. His shoulders, his head, and the side of his back were reflecting the woods between him and me. But he stood out from the sunlit background. He was big. Very big. And I think he was just as surprised as I was that I could see it. In my opinion, I think he took off running because he thought I was sensing that he was in the area. But I had no idea he was there. He was running fast, cloaked with no noise. I think he knows Bertha can't pick up on him if he hides a little farther away from the trail. I am very cautious when we go walking near woods now. I also tell people where I am going and carry a few extra things hidden on me. I have no idea why this thing got so close to me, or what its intentions were. And I also don't know why it ran away from me those times. Was there someone behind me that startled it? These occurrences were a very incredible time of my life. It changed me in a good way. I think maybe that's why dogs are on this planet, to help us pick up on these invisible beings and alert us of their presence. For the second to the last story of the evening, we're headed inside where a man has a glimmer man encounter in his bedroom while he was getting ready for bed. The date is July 14th, 2018, two days after my birthday. 
At the time, my girlfriend and I were living with my parents in their old two-story brick house. Our room was upstairs. It was around 10 or 11 p.m. at night, and my girlfriend and I are laying in bed. Nothing out of the ordinary was going on, just a typical night, just chilling out in bed. First of all, let me mention I'm a grown man. Yes, still living at my mom's house, but still a grown man. I don't get scared easily. I'm not afraid of the dark or the boogeyman, but this night is going to test my resolve. I never even imagined in a million years something like this would ever happen. It was the furthest thing from my mind. We are lying in bed and my girlfriend had to leave to use the bathroom. Mind you, the bedroom light is on, I'm lying in bed, the TV isn't on. All of a sudden, it feels like my bed is shaking. I start looking around, but as soon as I turn to the right, I can see plain as day a silhouette of a human shape. But this human shape figure you could see straight through it. Kind of looked like heat waves, but in the distinct shape of a human, no mistake about it. Okay, let me pause and do a recap. I came to realize that the bed shaking or vibrating was actually me trembling out of fear way before I even saw anything. It's like my gut feeling was in tune, trying to warn me. Back to me seeing the human shape see-through figure. I was just stuck in a stare or gaze of awe when suddenly I watched it walk to the foot of the bed all the way right to my side of the bed. And in a split second, my conscience said, get the fuck up now and run. So I jumped up and I swear, I don't even remember walking down the stairs. I was gone that fast. Now mind you, my mom, my dad, my sister and my girlfriend are all right there in the dining room when I bolt through the downstairs door. They looked at me and said, what's wrong? You are as pale as a ghost. I kind of didn't want to say anything to them because let's be honest, what if I told you that I saw a clear person? How the hell are you going to react? But this is the weird part. We don't mention this to anyone. About a week later, my niece came over. She was 10 at the time and likes riding the four-wheeler. She rides it for a little bit shorter than her usual ride, and she comes in and is pale as a ghost. We ask her what happened, and she says, please don't think I'm stupid, but an invisible person chased me on the four-wheeler. It had a grown-up body, but it was invisible, and it didn't have a face. I told her I knew exactly what she had seen, because I had a similar experience a week before. I told her, you're not crazy. It is real. I don't know what it is, but I saw it too. For our final story of the evening, a New Jersey mother encounters a clicking humanoid creature while in the woods near her home. I live in a very rural part of northern New Jersey in Sussex County. Every once in a while, I would take my son in his little wagon for a picnic in the woods behind my property. One day, we're playing a few feet away from the edge of the woods in a little clearing, and he starts to mimic the sounds that he hears. All of a sudden, I turned around to get him some fruit salad or whatever we were eating that day, and out of the corner of my eye, I see him stop. He's looking into the trees and he's pointing, but he's not blinking at all. Then it hit me. There were no sounds. He starts walking into the woods, but he's still not looking where he's going and pointing up into the trees. The only movement I see besides my son are leaves rustling in the trees. All of a sudden, I see it. 
It's like heat rising up off the concrete on a sunny day, but it's in the tree and it's like crouched down. One arm is out to the side and its knees are bent. Then it looked right at me. As soon as his eyes snapped to me, my son looked at me and freaking panicked. It had the shape of a human, but it's so hard to explain because it was human-like, but the way it was crouched reminded me more of a praying mantis. My son is then mimicking a clicking sound that this thing was making. I grab my son and we run back to the house. I told my friend about what we experienced that evening. He went back into the woods and gathered my belongings. He stayed in the woods for about an hour, telling me later that he did not see or hear anything unusual. That was six months ago. It is now February, 2023. When I go outside during the day and at night when I'm in bed, I occasionally hear those same clicking sounds coming from the woods. Is this glimmer man creature stalking us? Maybe. Or maybe my son and I are the special ones it's allowing to hear and see it. That's all for tonight, but what I really want to know is what you think these people are seeing. Is it us from the future? A cloaked alien or a Bigfoot? Or something a little more sinister? Are these creatures the reason so many people go missing in the woods never to be found again? Let me know what you think at contact at campfirecultpod.com or give me a call and leave a voicemail message at 720-297-8608. Until next time, I'll be leaving you in the dark where whispers linger and shadows dance. Stay weary, sleep well, and beware the clicking in the night. If you have a story to tell, please reach out via email at contact at campfirecultpod.com or leave me a voicemail message at 720-297-8608. You can follow us anywhere on social media at campfirecultpod and online at campfirecultpod.com. And finally, if you don't mind, please rate and review wherever possible. 